This is Chicago's Morning Answer with Dan Proft and Amy Jacobson on AM560, The Answer. Top of the morning, Dan and Amy. So Joe Biden was uh, tasked with uh, finding a cure for cancer, but a small team of Israeli scientists might have beaten him to the punch, at least according to this report out last week in uh, the Jerusalem Post that I read. And, uh, you know, Amy, I, a lot of people read that. We're like, what? Well, sure. It's, it's a startling headline. Jarring. And, and I'm sort of from the Ray Romano school of uh, healthcare. So if I if I have a growth on one side of my body, as long as I have that same growth on the other side of my body, then I just figure the symmetry means it's fine. Um, quickly, so, when was the last time you went to the doctor? I had to do like sort of like the um, sort of half-ass physical you have to do okay. to get to uh, keep your medical certificate for your private pilot's license. Oh, so well, that's thank all goodness did. you fly. Yeah, that's someone's holding you accountable. Um, so yeah, I don't. Uh, I basically I'm, I'm sort of the philosophy: you just rub dirt on it, walk it off. Generally speaking. But um, with cancer, that's a little bit more difficult. Yeah, from what it is. I understand, neosporin's not going to cure that. So it's uh, this is fascinating. Now, with some of these uh, reports on medical advances or medical concerns, sometimes the journalists don't always get it right. So, for for some context and scale, it's always helpful to talk to a medical professional. So on this topic, we're pleased to have Eric Donnelly. He's a doctor, a radiation oncologist, actually at Northwestern University's Feinberg School of Medicine. Dr. Connolly, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me, Dan and Amy. So um, the, uh, one of the researchers said, we'll be able to offer in a year's time a complete cure for cancer, this uh, the Accelerated Evolution Biotechnologies uh, uh, executive. Uh, and they, the, the, the way they talk about this, I guess they, they've done some trials with mice, they're starting to move into clinical trials, is that... Uh, they can sort of design uh, uh, antibodies to combat cancerous cells where you have them, and this is sort of an innovation sort of on the scale of the innovations to treat HIV. That's my understanding, but enlighten us. Yeah, well, um, they definitely made some pretty major claims here with this report, and uh, the, the technology that they're talking about is something that's been utilized in some other um, modalities, in cancer, we do have some different targeted therapies as well. You know, we have our antibody therapy, there's immunotherapy. Uh, here they're kind of talking about a little bit different technology where they're going to be introducing several types of antibodies uh, at kind of at the same time to attack um, cancer from kind of many different angles. Uh, it, it sounds a little bit too good to be true, and I, I think it might be. Well, do you think it was highly irresponsible for the Israeli company to claim that they have a cure for cancer? Uh, I, personally, I do. Um, you know, there's... The, you know, the kind of the headline statement, the effective from day one, the last just a few weeks, and we'll have no or minimal side effects. Right. I mean, each one of those statements is a little bit, in its own right, you know, a, a, a major kind of red flag. Now, other doctors I've heard uh, talking about this on uh, television shows and whatnot have said, you know, first of all, cure is sort of the wrong word. It's a treatment, uh, and that what we what we're potentially on the cusp of with this advance is a more effective treatment for certain types of cancer than we have at present, sort of exercising a little bit more restraint and qualification. Does is, is that strike you as more accurate? Yeah, I, that'd be something I would you know, hope to be accurate because within cancer, there's many different types. And so to think that, you know, one treatment could have this kind of an effect across the board, uh, you know, kind of an overreach to say the least. 
With respect to the treatments for cancer now, I, you know, we, the advances of medicine over the years, we look back and say, well, we were, we, were trying to, we were treating this malady this way, and boy, that was a, a wrong way to do it. Um, are, are we going to look back, do you think, and say, for example, chemotherapy, radiation treatment, is, was the wrong way to treat cancer uh, when we were doing it in, in the context of perhaps innovations like we're discussing here? We, we may we're very well will because at some point you know hopefully we have something that that mimics these statements in terms of the you know less side effects you know effective for all um, but right now those are the technologies that we have and for the vast majority of patients they they work and they work well well what but about they do come with some yeah. side effects right well and I heard too, one of my dear friends is uh, fighting colon cancer right now and he's chemotherapy is in a pill form when did mm-hmm. that come to the forefront sure. I, I had no idea that they were using that. Yeah, we, we think of chemotherapy as always being the same type of chemotherapy where it's delivered through an IV and you're nauseous and lose your hair. But there's many different types of chemotherapy that are some are pill-based, um, uh, some are uh, uh, delivered via shot or injection. So the pill-based forms have been around for about five to eight years um, and been com- becoming more prevalent in different um, types of cancer. Obviously, it's a good convenience to the patients not have to come in for an infusion every time when they can take a medication at home. Uh, I, I want to go back to uh, what these Israeli scientists uh, offered in terms of a comparison, since we've seen um, advances in medicine be able to so much better treat HIV patients. Uh, he, uh, one of the researchers, equating it to the triple, go- the triple drug cocktail that's helped change AIDS from being automatic death sentence to chronic but manageable disease. He uh, said, we used to give AIDS patients several drugs, but we would administer them one at a time. During the course of the treatment, the virus mutated and the AIDS started attacking again. Only when patients started using a cocktail were they able to stop the disease. The, um, and that's what he's comparing their treatment to, sort of a personalized cocktail version of cancer treatment. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, and I think that's kind of an attempt that we've been uh, using for a while now. M- most of the chemotherapies, when we deliver them, we deliver them in combination with a couple regimens. Sometimes we're limited in terms of how many um, chemotherapeutics we can give at the same time because of the possibility of side effects. Uh, the, I think we're, uh, I agree with most of what they've said here is that I think the next step in terms of the cure of cancer is not going to be just to eradicate cancer, but to make it in terms of more of like a HIV status where someone lives with the disease for you know, a long period of time and it's um, something that's more manageable for patients. He uh, suggested, uh, again, I mentioned the uh, cusp of beginning a uh, round of clinical trials uh, that he expects could be cl- completed. This uh, one researcher speaking on behalf of the company could be completed within a few years and would make the treatment available in specific cases. Is that also realistic that something like this, even an experimental form, could come online in, in a few years? Highly unlikely based on where the, what they've presented so far in terms of the cell lines that they're going to. You know, you have to go from here to, you know, larger uh, mouse-based um, models, and then from there into some human um, subjects. But even there, you're going to be starting with figuring out things like, you know, what dose is appropriate for these patients? You know, how long do we give it for? Um, and to be kind of jump through all those hurdles usually takes a number of years before you can kind of get to a, cl- a true clinical trial um, in, in human subjects. And, and I'm sorry, and with, with respect to human subjects, then would clinical trials – uh, deal with people at different stages, you know, stage one, stage four, to, to test the drugs or the treatment's effectiveness with different people in different stages of, of uh, cancer affliction and with different types of cancer? Is that part yeah. of it? 
yes, definitely. A lot of the new chemotherapeutics or new regimens are actually uh, given in the metastatic setting, so the more advanced uh, patients, and then they kind of, if found effective, start to make their way down to the earlier stages of cancer. Now, besides getting a physical and getting your blood work drawn, Dan, on an annual basis, are there any screenings we can do for our lungs or for our heart or anything to to help be preventative, to be proactive in this, or, you know, for ovarian cancer or uterine cancer? Yes, for certain types of cancer, we do have some good screening uh, mechanisms. Uh, You know, breast cancer, we have mammograms. Colon cancers, we have colonoscopies. Prostate, we have PSA. Other ones, we have some uh, screening tests. They're not as um, useful, not as um, applicable to all patients. So for some, um, either current smokers or former smokers, there's CT scans of the lung. Other types of cancers, we just don't haven't developed a good screening test yet. Uh, ovarian being one of those, are kind of trying to work uh, different ways to be able to screen better for ovarian cancer. But there are some, and uh, your doctor could definitely talk with you about the different uh, screening mec- uh, recommendations that we currently have. He is Eric Donnelly. Dr. Eric Donnelly is a radiation oncologist at Northwestern University's Feinberg School of Medicine. Dr. Connolly, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate your insights. Thank you. It was a pleasure. And he joined us on our turnkey.pro answer line. There's only one radio show in Chicago talking about today's biggest stories and telling you what they really mean. That show is this one. Chicago's Morning Answer on AM560, The Answer.